The Biden five crime family has been outed. Mm-hmm. Rachel Levine or Levine or whatever the hell his name is goes full whack job loony. <laughs> and like that's anything new. Defunding John Kerry. What a brilliant idea. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon show. Happy Thursday, kind of a blue day. It's like, eh, it's not quite Friday, not quite hump day, but anyway, we'll get through it. Uh, we got a lot coming up tonight, those stories and more. At Blackout Coffee, founded on the principles of conservative values. Fresh roasted premium grade coffee beans, one of our great sponsors here on the Jay Sheldon Show. It's a company that supports our American values Get the best coffee you've ever had today with our special link. It's in our show notes, top link there. And you will also get an incredible deal, 20% off your first order from Blackout Coffee. All right, let's get right into our first update. And that is our Miko update. Miko is our little three-and-a-half-year-old Shiba Inu baby. And uh, she is doing great. Had a wonderful walk today. This, again, it's Max and Gunther, and uh, <laughs> she met them on the walk, and they were having a ball, even though they were on the leash. When they come in the yard, then they're able to run all over the place, but when they're out on the road, of course, they're going to stay on the leash. But, uh, no, she had a great time, and, yeah, there's she's kind of, you know, I have a feeling her cycle is coming up, because <clears throat> she's acting a little... Um, Amour, when it comes to the guy dogs. I have a feeling she's becoming a little interested. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, had a great walk there. Look at that. You can see how old uh, Gunther is. He's just, wow. I'm amazed he's still with us, but thank God he is. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> they were both very interested in Miko today. Miko update brought to you by BarkBox.com slash Miko. M-I-K-O, that is the link to use to get this special deal, a free month when you sign up for a multi-month subscription. BarkBox is a box full of goodies, a brand new theme every month. They deliver it right to your door, and inside you'll find two amazing dog toys, two all-natural treats, bags of treats, and a dog chew. And you can specify small, medium, or large, whatever size your dog is, and they'll adjust the dog chew and the dog toys accordingly. And uh, also, if your dog has any allergies, there's a checkbox for that. You can let them know, and they'll make sure you don't get that. But what you will get is a totally customized box of themed toys and treats for your pup every single month. And if you use our special link, BarkBox.com slash Miko, you will get one month free. How about that? Thank you, BarkBox, for sponsoring the Miko update. All right. We will get into it, shall we? I've just got to get up to the right spot on my page here. I Look, I'm doing this myself, okay? So give me a little bit of a break. Hey, you know what I noticed? I buzzed my hair. I cut my own hair because it's just simply buzzing. That's all it is. It's not difficult to do. But I noticed when my hair was a bit longer, when it needed a buzz, I noticed that on this side, you know, my receding hairline. By the way, when I was in law enforcement, I learned because I had a buzz cut. I had a flat top all during that time. There's pictures on the net if you want to see it. 
But anyway, I realized that the best way to hide your receding hairline is out in full view of everybody. When I... <laughs> All right, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about me and my hairline, but I noticed today, you see this? This side is going back further than this side. It's not even. My receding hairline isn't even. What's up with that? Anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go. Today, the GOP Oversight Committee uh, pretty much laid it out for Americans. And what they laid out was how the whole Biden scheme works. Foreign client has a problem. Client pays a Biden. VP Biden travels to that country. VP Biden leverages U.S. influence to force favorable outcomes for the client. The Biden family earns their fee. They find a new foreign client. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's pretty much it. Yeah. This article is from the Gateway Pundit. The Biden crime family has been caught. IRS whistleblower. I don't know why they have to keep saying that he's gay. So what that he's gay? What, what difference does that make? I mean, it is kind of cool that he's a Democrat and he's gay and he's a whistleblower. But, you know, does it have to be in all the headlines? Anyway, Joseph Ziegler confirms that Biden family received approximately $17 million in payments from China, Romania, and other countries. Yeah, and you thought it was all just about the Ukraine, right? Wrong. Joseph Ziegler told Congress everything. The House Oversight Committee, led by James Comer, the Republican from Kentucky, held a hearing with IRS whistleblowers yesterday. At least two IRS whistleblowers have come forward to reveal that Hunter Biden received preferential treatment throughout the mop-up operation, which was disguised as an investigation. The anonymous whistleblower, which has now been identified as Joseph Ziegler, finally comes forward publicly uh, yesterday. And he said, quote, Today, I sit here before you, not as a hero or a victim, but as a whistleblower compelled to disclose the truth. He testified that Ukrainian Burisma Energy Company paid the Biden family over $7.3 million. The total from all the different foreign countries that he worked this scheme on, Biden and gang, $17 million. How much money? Did Hunter Biden and his business associates receive from the Ukrainian company Burisma paid to everyone involved? Ziegler answered $6.5 million. Burisma also play a paid Blue Star Strategies and a law firm, this is Comer, hundreds of thousands of dollars bringing the total Burisma payments to over $7 million. Is that correct? That is correct, says Ziegler. $7.3 million between 2014 and 2019. Unbelievable. There he is. There is our hero. Incredible. 
Read this article. It's from the Gateway Pundit. Got some great details in there, and it will tell you all about exactly what's going on with this criminal. Why is he not under arrest? Why is he still in office? Oh, you tell me. You know why. Because of the police state we live in? Folks, it's a police state. There's a two-tiered justice system. There's just no doubt about it. It's as obvious. It's as plain as the nose on your face. After this kind of testimony, if there aren't some indictments and some arrests and prosecutions, I, then we're lost. We've lost. We've truly lost the beat. This is insane. You know what else is insane? <sighs> the U.S. military. At a time when Russia's licking at our doorstep and China, even though you're not paying a whole lot of attention, and I keep telling you you should be, because China's going to pop before Russia does. I'm telling you. China is a nightmare just bubbling on the back burner, waiting to happen. And what are we worried about in our military? And you think that China and Russia aren't watching? Take a look at this headline. The Department of Defense memo says transgendered soldiers on hormone therapy can skip deployments. Let me read that again. If you are a transgender in the military and you are on hormone therapy, you don't have to go be deployed to foreign countries to defend this country. As for as many as 300 days... This is a February this year Department of Defense memo that outlines treatment at the Womack Army Medical Center at Fort Liberty. First obtained, published by the dossier, it states that most service members will require up to 300 days to be stabilized on cross-sex hormone therapy, and they will remain in a non-deployable status during that time. Why, dear God, is the military involved in this crap? What does that have to do with the men and women defending this country? And now the ones who are in the military are on hormone therapy, paid for by your tax dollars, don't have to go do their job defending this country. The memo states, other treatments and surgeries transgender troops may receive at your expense. After 12 months of hormone therapy, transgender service members can request surgical care, such as upper and bottom surgery, paid for by you. Happy about that? You shouldn't be. You should be screaming bloody freaking murder. You should use that link in our show notes to contact who represents you and let them know how you feel. Let them know that you vote. And let them know that if your representatives don't do something about that, then you know how you will be voting the next time and that will be against them. That link is always in our show notes. You can find out who represents you, find out how to email them, write them, phone call, whatever it is. Use it. Use 
it and let these people know that this stupidity cannot possibly continue. This is insane. Meanwhile, like I said, China absolutely standing at our front door just waiting to get in. Russia, not far behind, although I think China's the bigger threat. Just look, I know you guys have a life, you've got work, you've got family, you've got stuff to do, but please, for the sake of that family, take five minutes, take ten minutes, drop an email, drop a phone call, a letter if you want. Who writes letters anymore? But go ahead, do it. Let them know. Let them know you vote. Be sure you do vote. And let them know how you feel, because this is in freaking sane. And along the same lines, this article pops, and again, a huge head shaker. This idiot man pretending to be a woman got a reality check. Rachel Levine suggests that kids can undergo the wrong puberty? Okay, now he's a freak to begin with, and now he's gone full-on nutbag. He's indicated that children can undergo the wrong puberty. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel you're female but you're going through male puberty Levine made these comments during an interview with Juju Chang for ABC News Nightline claiming that for prepubertal children there are no medical procedures done he also described so-called gender affirming care as medical care mental health care, and suicide prevention care. Levine, a man who is pretending to be a woman, serves as the Assistant Secretary for Health for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. He's claimed to be the first female four-star officer of the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. Of course, he's not. He's just a man with a mental problem pretending to be a woman. His absurd suggestion that kids can experience the wrong puberty oh my God, raised a lot of eyebrows, pushed, uh, sparked a lot of pushback. No one can go through the wrong puberty. Woke dem bureaucrats, well, Democrats, are lying to our kids and parents who want to believe that bullshit trying to destroy everything that's good about this country. That's from Ron DeSantis, except he didn't say bullshit, I did. Currently, of course, DeSantis is one of the potential GOP nominees. Why do parents not trust the Biden administration? Because Richard Levine thinks your child can go through the wrong puberty. This isn't medicine. This is child abuse. 
Jeff Duncan from South Carolina. This is basically insane. We have we have lost the beat, my friends. I said it before, I'll say it again. Insane. Hey, if you want to let me know how you feel about any of these things we're talking about, anytime throughout the show, the chat is open. I'm watching the live chat, so if there's anything you'd like to say, any comment you'd like to make, pop it in there and uh, be a part of the show. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, by all means, please feel free take part. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're here, if you wouldn't mind, just take a quick second and right down there is the follow button. Hit that follow button. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Just takes a quick second, and it really helps the show out a lot. We really do appreciate that. All right. Defunding John Kerry. Oh, my God. Please, please defund John Kerry. Would you mind? Seriously. All right. Before we talk about that, let's talk about the most amazing coffee you will ever have, and that's one of our sponsors, Blackout Coffee, founded on the principles of conservative values. The founder, the founder of this company, believes in the well. He believes in making an amazing cup of coffee, which he does. But he also believes in the importance of hard work, personal responsibility, family respect, and our traditional American values. The best small batch, fresh roasted coffee, all done in house. They source premium specialty green coffee beans, are grown at perfect altitude, perfect time of year, best soil, harvested at just the right time. They work with local co-ops, all-American companies, and farmers that grow these high-quality coffee beans, and they adopt a strict adherence to a small batch roast for their coffee. Roasted, packed, and shipped lightning speed usually 24 to 48 hours from the time you place your order and that means that you guess get fresh roasted beans delivered right to your door just days after the roasting roasting process and uh, right now you throw out that old brown water crap you've been drinking and get yourself a real cup of coffee from a company that not only makes the most amazing coffee, it really is, it's fantastic, you will love it, I promise, but also a company that supports everything we've just been talking about tonight that is wrong with this country. Uh, they are in support of all the opposite of that kind of stuff, all this Rachel Levine bullcrap and the military and all that. They support our troops, maybe not the leadership, because they're idiots, but they do everything they can to support the grunts on the ground, the first responders, our troops. Blackout Coffee does that. And if you use our special link in our show notes and right, where is it? Yeah, there you go. Our special link at checkout will get you 20% off your first order. Our promo code is J20, J-A-Y-20. Use that at checkout and you will get 20% off your first order from this amazing company, Blackout Coffee. They really are. They are so pro-American and they are absolutely all about Hard work, responsibility, family. Love these guys. Very proud to have them as a sponsor of this show. Okay, John Kerry. The Republicans are taking action. What? Yeah, I know. You know, they're really good on sending out tweets and writing sternly worded letters. But maybe slowly things are changing. Republicans to take action to defund John Kerry's 
Climate Office, and I can't think of anything. Well, I can't think of much that wouldn't be a better idea than doing exactly that. A group of more than two dozen House Republicans, led by good old Chip Roy, is introducing legislation to defund climate envoy John Kerry's office at the State Department. Oh, yes! Please be true. Please support this. Use that link. Contact your rep. Tell them you support this and you want them to. No Taxpayer Funding for Climate Zealots Advancing Radical Schemes Act. That's what they're calling it. It would prohibit any federal funds, including salaries, administrative, travel expense, from being appropriated for Kerry's office. In 2021, Biden appointed Lurch, carried the first-ever Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, a position that didn't require Senate approval. <laughs> How nice. Gives him a spot on the President's Cabinet and the National Security Council. Climate czar John Kerry, Chip Roy says, is the poster child for the Biden administration's anti-energy policies that are destroying both our economy and our national security. Boy, ain't that the truth. Now John Kerry just ended an unsuccessful visit to China because China basically says, F off, go pound sand, we don't care. Let's build another coal-fired power plant. Let's feed our people. Uh, anyway, top threat to our national security, China, the world's number one polluter, of course, and further trying to hamstring energy freedom. It's time to defund anti-energy climate bureaucrats like John Kerry once and for all. Hallelujah. Amen. Go for it. This is one of those things you need to jump on the phone or your email and write to your congressperson and let them know exactly how you feel. Unbelievable. Sorry, blackout coffee break. Okay, the Daily Signal has an article out. <laughs> I don't think Biden's going to make it to the primary. I don't mean physically, maybe mentally. But I just, you know... I mean, come on. The Democrats have pretty much had it with this guy. He's served his purpose. They installed him as president. He did everything they were. Well, he was the puppet for whoever's actually running the show behind the scenes. Now, <laughs> take a look at this. The White House has been accused of preparing for another basement campaign. You remember the last campaign? Locked Joe Biden in his basement, barely ever came out, did virtually no campaigning. Well, now they're being accused of getting ready to do it all again by restricting the press. There is Corrine Jean-Pierre, the moron press secretary. They've long struggled the press to get access to Joe Biden. And if you haven't you know, noticed, it's very difficult. He never does one-on-one -on -one sit-down interviews, or rarely, very rarely. Um, unexpected press time doesn't do that. 
But new rules from the administration is going to make it even more difficult. Stricter regulations for reporters to get White House what's called a hard pass. Um, if reporters don't act in a manner the White House considers professional, which means basically ask them the easy questions and don't ask them anything tough, they could be shown the door. You're out. Compared to a temporary day pass, a hard pass is generally issued for one year, and it's subject to renewal every year, but it allows journalists more access to the White House grounds. Reporters who want a White House hard pass have to get accreditation by a press gallery in either the U.S. Senate, House of Reps, or the Supreme Court, the White House said back in May. Congressional accreditation is uh, conservative media outlets have found rather tedious. All kinds of roadblocks they throw up in their way to try and stop them from getting one. The congressional galleries governed by boards of comprised of legacy media reporters, you know, MSM, you know, MSM, mainstream media. Supreme Court has a very limited number of hard pass holders, 25 in the past term. Wow. And these new rules will result in communications between the White House and the White House Correspondents Association. Their officers for 23-24 comprised of totally legacy media outlets, CBS, ABC, NBC, MSN, MSNBC, Kelly O'Connell of NBC News, Eugene Daniels of Politico, please, CBS, two CBS reporters, wow, and they decide the seat rotation in the White House briefing room, the press briefing room. It's the fox guarding the hen house. The whole article's here. Read it. But uh, here we go again. And they are just preparing to keep Joe Biden or anyone who wants to ask a legit question about what's going on from accessing the people who should be asked those questions. And they don't want you to be able to. <laughs> Frightening. Frightening. All right. California, here I come. Oh, no, not going to happen. If you're in California, please get out. I know it's difficult. I know, I know. But get out for your own sake, for the sake of your family. Here we go again. Attorney General Rob Bonta has added Missouri, Nebraska, and Wyoming to the California state travel ban. <laughs> These freaking people. It's like another world out there. It really, you've seen the pictures. Come on. California's bans now cover more than half the country. 26 states in total have been banned from California travel. Now, that doesn't mean the public can't go. But they've announced three new states added to California's state travel ban list because of recent laws restricting transgender students from taking part in school athletics, like 
the guys who want to play on the girls' team and beat the hell out of the girls. Ever since AB 1887 was passed, California has prohibited, now this is where it's important because this is who is prohibited, state-funded and state-sponsored travel to states with what they consider to be discriminatory LGBT laws on the books. And they've added new states. So now it's Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. 26 out of 50 states. More than half banned. Uh, Oh, California. When will you ever learn? And did you see? I didn't get it confirmed. I saw one post on my Twitter feed that that moron Newsom has now officially declared in his run for the Democratic nomination. I just hope in my heart, I have to believe people are stupid, but they're not that stupid. Well, we're talking about liberal Democrats, so I guess maybe I'm wrong. They really are that stupid. Here's the more interesting news that broke just today. This is scary. You've all heard, especially since the film Sound of Freedom, which, by the way, I have heard is just about, if not has, topped $100 million at the box office. Wow. Fantastic. Anyway, in amongst all the talk about child sex slavery and human trafficking uh, has been the subject of adrenochrome. Now, they haven't mentioned that a lot because it tends to... go into the little conspiracy theory area, even though it's an absolute fact. But Laura Logan posted this tweet. I put the tweet in our show notes tonight so you can read it and so you can actually read the study. It's an actual study. And Laura writes, Well, well, what have we here? The NIH, that would be the National Institute of Health, Testing the effects of adrenochrome on humans? So, it's not a conspiracy. My question, where did they harvest the adrenochrome? Hmm? According to their study, the effects of adrenochrome and epinephrine on humans... This is the actual study. I'll go to the page, the link right here. It's still there from the National Library of, <coughs> of Medicine, Medicine. Excuse me. Effects of adrenochrome and epinephrine on human arterial endothelial cells in vitro. There's the abstract. Here's some similar articles. And there is all the different parts, adrenochrome toxicity, cells, cholesterol, humans, metabolism. It's all there. And Laura asks a very good question. 
Where did the adrenochrome come from? Hmm? Really would like to have an answer to that question. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Read the article. Read the study. It's even, I mean, it's a little wonky because it's medical, but it's out there and it's legit. <coughs> All right, a quick coffee break and a quick commercial break, but I promise it'll be really quick because we're going to talk about this. Yes, our brand new line of merchandise with our brand new logo, just like that one up there and you can get it on a t-shirt you can get it on all different it's all kinds of colors of t-shirts we've got check this out there's a nice orange one or i think you'd call it salmon there's like 40 50 different colors of these t-shirts from the jay sheldon show you can also pick yourself up a tank top if you want it's got our logo emblazoned across the front and it comes in a whole variety of very cool colors for summer you yeah look at this one i like this I'm not so sure the logo colors work against that color. I know it looks great on black. It really does. But on this, yeah, this is pretty nice, actually. That's a nice color. You can also, of course, get a coffee mug. I've ordered one of these. I, I don't get the stuff for free either. I have to pay for it too, okay? And I have to order it, and it gets delivered. I have a coffee mug on the way, and I'm getting some other stuff shortly. So you can also get a hoodie, very reasonably priced hoodie, and very cool looking. Comes in a couple different colors there. Check that out. Nice. And uh, there's the back of the hoodie with our alternate logo on it with the star. Kind of a Texas star, isn't it? Nice. And this is one of my favorites. It's a baseball jersey. It's got our logo on the, uh, on the side and on the shoulder. Very nice. Very cool. Check it out. And the link is in our show notes for Jay Sheldon Show merchandise. Uh, buy something, would you? It's, it, it's, it's not expensive. It's relatively cheap. And it's great, and it helps to support the show. So if you'd like to do that, if you're not going to hit the follow button, then go buy some merchandise from the Jay Sheldon Show. <laughs> all right. You saw it, I'm sure. I had to cover it. I saved it for almost the end because it's frankly just not... It's a big deal. But what the Democrats, of course, are doing is focusing on the wrong thing. Today, Marjorie Taylor Greene, in... I guess it was yesterday... Uh, displayed some rather pornographic images of the president's son, Hunter Biden, with a prostitute, which he trafficked across state lines, which is a felony. And everybody was all up in arms because she showed these pictures, which came from his laptop, by the way, in Congress. Well, if you're... I love this. This is from Vince Langman. This is a tweet. If you are trigger, triggered by the photo on the left and not the photo on the right, you are the problem in America today. Boom. Enough said. Exactly right. You. Not you. Not my audience. My audience is smarter than that. Seriously, if you've got a bigger problem with Marjorie Taylor Greene showing that picture in Congress than you do with the subject of that picture and what's happening with that picture, you're more a part of the problem. All right, I got one last one. It's always a piece of good news, and this is a brilliant piece of uh, video footage. I had to share it with you because it's, it's all about not giving up. 
Keep on trying until you succeed. This little guy, I'm going to guess he's probably six, seven. He's trying to skateboard down a rail. It looks like some sort of actually a skateboard park. It's, it's inside, but it's meant for, for this. But take a look. As a matter of fact, let me go full frame on this thing. Here we go. Take a look at this little guy and how many times he fails. And let's see if he finally succeeds at the end. Check it out. <laughs> Missed. Here he goes. Yes! Oh, almost. One more. Did he get it? If you're listening to the podcast, check out the video. Look at that. He did it. Spun it around. Look at that smile. <laughs> yes. How proud can you be? Man, that is absolute. You know, never stop trying. This little guy who I'm going to guess probably six, seven years old, maybe eight, never gave up. And he did it. And that smile at the end is just absolute precious. That's insane. That's great. Link to that video is in our show notes if you want to share it out on your social media. Okay, it's time to move on to our book. We uh, Yes, we do. We read books on this show. We've mostly done children's literature, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, Little Prince, all kinds of uh, jungle book we did. And uh, then we had a suggestion from one of our viewers to do 1984 from George Orwell which is a brilliant idea, and that's exactly what we did. So when we finished up our last book, we started on Orwell's 1984. We've been reading that for a long time now because it's a long book. We're up to chapter 18. We're about halfway through chapter 18 in George Orwell's 1984. And so we will continue. Winston uncovered his face. Parsons used the lavatory loudly and abundantly. It then turned out the plug was defective, and the cell stank abominably for hours afterwards. Parsons was removed. More prisoners came and went, mysteriously. One, a woman, was consigned to room 101, and, Winston noticed, seemed to shrivel, turn a different color when she heard the words. A time came when, if it had been morning, when he were brought here, it would be afternoon, or if it had been afternoon, it would be midnight. There were six prisoners in the cell, men and women. All sat very still. Opposite Winston, there was a man with a chinless, toothy face, exactly like that of some large, harmless rodent. His fat, mottled cheeks were so pouched at the bottom it was difficult not to believe that he had little stores of food tucked away in there. His pale gray eyes flitted timorously from face to face, turned quickly away again when he caught anyone's eye. The door opened. Another prisoner was brought in whose appearance sent a momentary chill through Winston. He was a commonplace, mean-looking man who might have been an engineer or a technician of some kind, but what was startling was the emaciation, emaciation of his face. It was like a skull. 
Because of its thinness, the mouth and eyes looked disproportionately large. The eyes seemed filled with a murderous, unappeasable hatred of somebody or something. The man sat down on the bench a little distance from Winston. Winston didn't look at him again, but the tormented skull-like face was as vivid in his mind as if it had been straight in front of his eyes. Suddenly, he realized what was the matter. The man was dying of starvation. The same thought seemed to occur almost simultaneously to everyone in the cell. There was a very faint stirring all the way round the bench. The eyes of the chinless man kept flitting toward the skull-faced man, then turning away guiltily and being dragged back by an irresistible attraction. Presently, he began to fidget on his seat. At last, he stood up, waddled clumsily toward the cell, dug down into the pocket of his overalls, and with an unabashed air, held out a grimy piece of bread to the skull-faced man. There was a furious, deafening roar from the telescreen. The chinless man jumped in his tracks. The skull-faced man had quickly thrust his hands behind his back, as though demonstrating to all the world that he refused the gift. "'Bumstead!' roared the voice. 2713 Bumstead J. Let fall that piece of bread. The chinless man dropped the piece of bread on the floor. Remain standing where you are, said the voice. Face the door. Make no movement. The chinless man obeyed. His large, pouchy cheeks were quivering uncontrollably. The door clanged open. As the young officers entered and stepped inside, there emerged from behind him a short, stumpy guard with enormous arms and shoulders. He took his stand opposite the chinless man, and then, at a signal from the officer, let free a frightful blow. With all the weight of his body behind it, full in the chinless man's mouth. The force of it seemed to almost knock him clear of the floor. His body was flung across the cell, fetched up against the base of the lavatory seat. For a moment, he lay as though stunned with dark blood oozing from his mouth and nose. A very faint whimpering or squeaking which seemed unconscious, came out of him. Then he rolled over, raised himself unsteadily on his hands and knees. Amid a stream of blood and saliva, the two halves of a dental plate fell out of his mouth. The prisoners sat very still, their hands crossed on their knees. The chinless man climbed back into his place. Down one side of his face, the flesh was darkening. His mouth had swollen into a shapeless, cherry-colored mass with a black hole in the middle of it. 
From time to time, a little blood dripped out onto the breast of his overalls, his gray eyes still flitted from face to face. More guiltily than ever, as though he were trying to discover how much the others despised him for his humiliation. The door opened. With a small gesture, the officer indicated the skull-faced man. Room 101, he said. There was a gasp and a flurry at Winston's side. The man had actually flung himself on the knees on the floor with his hand clasped together. Comrade, officer, he cried. You don't have to take me to that place. Haven't I told you everything already? What else is it you want to know? There's nothing I would confess, nothing. Just tell me what it is and I'll confess straight off. Write it down, I'll sign it, anything. Not room 101. Room 101, said the officer. The man's face, already pale, turned a color Winston would not have believed possible. It was definitely, unmistakably, a shade of green. Do anything to me, he yelled. You've been starving me for weeks. Finish it off. Let me die. Shoot me. Hang me. Sentence me to twenty-five years. Is there somebody else you want to give away? Just say who it is. I'll tell you anything you want. I don't care who it is or what you do to them. I've got a wife and three children. The biggest of them isn't even six years old. You can take the whole lot of them, cut their throats in front of my eyes, and I will stand by and watch it. But not Room 101. Room 101, said the officer. The man looked frantically round at the other prisoners, as though with some idea he could put another victim in his own place. His eyes settled on the smashed face of the chinless man. He flung out a lean arm. That's the one you ought to be taking, not, not me, he shouted. You didn't hear what he was saying after they bashed his face. Give me a chance, I'll tell you every word of it. He's the one that's against the party, not me. The guards stepped forward. The man's voice rose to a shriek. You didn't hear him! he repeated. Something's went wrong with the telescreen. He's the one you want. Take him, not me. The two sturdy guards stooped to take him by the arms. But just at that moment, he flung himself across the floor of the cell, grabbed one of the iron legs that supported the bench. He'd set up a wordless howling like an animal, the guards took hold of him to wrench him loose, but he clung on with astonishing strength. For perhaps twenty seconds, they were hauling at him. The prisoners were quiet, their hands crossed on their knees, looking straight in front of them. The howling stopped. The man had no breath left for anything except hanging on. There was a different kind of cry. A kick from a guard's boot 
had broken the fingers in one of his hands. They dragged him to his feet. Room 101, said the officer. The man was led out, walking unsteadily, head sunken, nursing his crushed hand, and all the fight had gone out of him. We will continue with George Orwell's 1984 on tomorrow's show. Man, this is powerful stuff. Wow. All right, folks. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by. I really do appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Share it out with your friends. Right over here is the follow button. Just give that a quick click. I know it's, it's easy to do. It costs you nothing and really does help the show out a lot. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will see you all again tomorrow. Have a great night. Snort. <laughs>